from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life. Winning with your money, winning in your work, and winning with your relationships. 888-825-5225 is the phone number for you to jump in. It's your show. Jade Warshaw is with me. I'm Ken Coleman, and we love taking your questions. So let's get going. Samantha is going to kick this hour off from the Big Apple. Samantha, how can we help? Hi, Ken. Hi, Jade. Excited to be here. Um, So high level, we just found out we are expecting our second baby Yay. in two years. So, um, very exciting, mm. but we have our hands full. Yeah. Um, so I work full-time. My husband works full-time owning his own business, mm-hmm. and he has broached the topic of me possibly stopping working or reducing to part-time, um, and I'm not really sure how I feel about it. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready to give up working, I don't, I don't think know you far. are. Let's stop right there know, for a right? second. We'll get to the rest of your question, but I got to tell you, we got a working mom beside me, and I'm, I'm anxious to dive right into this because by the way you said that, I think you're leaning more towards, no, I kind of want to keep working. Am I right? Tell us your real raw feeling when he brought that up to you. I mean, there's a part of me that definitely is intrigued by it. I mean, who doesn't want to be home with their kids all the time? Me. Um, and me. <laughs> true. Well, Listen, I love them, but so... I like a break. <laughs> me too. And I have a very flexible job. I really like what I do. I like the people I work with. And I'm home most of the time anyway. I'm pretty yeah. much fully remote. So, Well, why you know, don't you it, try it? And then if you start having feelings that are like, oh man, I I feel like I want to be home more, then you can adjust. Why do you feel that you have yeah. to make this decision before the baby's even here? I don't know. I, I think it's just more of, you know, it's come up a few times and I don't know, it got me thinking and I just... Why does he want I you to know. stay home? Like, what's his reasoning behind it? Is it a cost thing? Think- is it a nurturing thing? Like, what is what are his talking points <laughs> per se i think probably more towards the nurturing side um you know I, I don't think it's a financial thing we definitely could afford for me to not work okay um how flexible but i think it's just more how flexible is flexible when you said your your mm-hmm. job is flexible and you're homeless anyway what does that mean describe flexible so i'm in the office two days a week mm-hmm. um But my boss is very flexible. He's got three kids of his own, so he gets it. You know, if you can't be in this week, you can't be in this week. Um, Or like, you know, I haven't been in since early December. It's Mm -hmm. mid-February now. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely flexible. The days that I am out of the house, they're long days. I have a far commute. I commute into the city. So Mm -hmm. it could be a 15, 16-hour day. But it's two days a week. For the most part, but what I'm and I've got a follow up question. So, what does the flexible look like when I'm home? When when you're three days at home, what kind of free time or control of your time do you have? Pretty much complete control. If I need to step away for an hour, for two hours, if I need to sit mm-hmm. on the couch because the babysitter has to leave early and bring my computer with me, okay. I can do that. All right. So, um, 
I did I did interrupt you because I wanted to dive in there, but I so I want to make sure we get to any specific question. But I think you called because you've got some concerns. We know your husband's concerns. He's like, you know what? I want you to be full time mom. It's great for the kids, the nurturing. That's his position. We get it. But you don't make this call if you don't have some concerns about what's on the other side of you walking away. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. What are definitely. your concerns? Tell me. I mean, I from from one standpoint, I, as much as I know we can afford it and we're in a, a good position financially, mm-hmm. I, there's always that fear that things change. And mm-hmm. what's your yeah. income? You could always go back to work. What's but, your income right uh, now? I make uh, 120 a year. Okay, right. and my just me or my husband as well. No, I just want to know your because you're giving us your concerns. So I want to walk through those. So one is. We can afford it, but that's also 120k pre-tax. That's a lot of money. What are your other concerns about walking away? I also carry the benefits. Um, mm-hmm. And what, what does your husband, husband work? By the way, I just want to know what does he make? He so he owns his own business. So salary, he takes about 150, um, but then he takes distributions kind of as needed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh huh. And I mean, we try to limit that just because we don't really need it, so yeah. we can keep it in the, the healthcare benefits are going to yeah. be very different if his company's carrying them. I, I've been there, done that. All right, yeah. what else? Yeah, what else is on your concern list? Anything else? I mean, I, we live in a very high cost of living area, so I just you know, there's always the concern. So with, it is financial. You know, the there's, two, there's two money things you've listed. Yeah, and that's not bad. Like we're not. No, I think it's fine. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I. I think it's your call, I, I mean, in this situation. I think he's got his preference, but this is a conversation that we have to have at the dinner table with a budget and go, let's walk through reality if I walk away. I, let's start doing a real new budget. we got to start Can there. I just be honest? Can I, well, I, like, well, I hope you're always oh, honest. I mean, we, I feel like if we were talking about a situation where you're like, I go into the city every day, I work 9 to 5, I come home, I'm exhausted, you know, that would be a lot different of a conversation. But we're talking about a woman who honestly sounds like you have the time. ideal situation yeah. that a lot of moms would be like, oh, I, w- I wish that was a situation for me. Well, you kind of have it the best of both worlds in that you've got this flexibility um, and you can see your children. You've got three days at home that you're working. Um, but you've also got two days where you go into the office and you get to be a mm-hmm. you know professional, Samantha. And so I honestly... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like I, you know, I'm with you. If I was your husband, I wouldn't have brought this up at all. <laughs> uh, real quick, we only yeah, got about a minute. That's going to put a lot of pressure yeah. on him too. Well, and I want to ask real quick: Do you guys have any debt at all? Just our mortgage. Okay, so again, this comes back to this is this is um, this is a preference issue. You guys need to have a real honest conversation, and you need to lay out your concerns with him. He needs to hear your concerns. We need to put pen to paper on what a real budget looks like without your income. That has mm-hmm. to happen. And yeah. then and then we've got to square that up and go, uh, here's the financial piece. I've got concerns about what life looks like with my 120 gone. Let's talk that first. And then you need to go, and then there's kind of like what I do. I got flexibility. The kids yes. are going to see me every day. I kind of want to stay in it. And you didn't mention this, but my gut is you want to leave the door open to coming back, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I, and I, I don't think this is worthy of shutting the door. I'm with Jade 100%, and I'd say as the, the husband, 
Dude, Kim, I'm feeling what are some you type thinking? of way. I'm feeling some type of way because part of me would be like, well, what would it look like then if you stayed home? I t- I turn the tables on this a little bit and figure Not out me because I want that double income right now with kids. I'm just saying to try to figure out what are we really trying to get at. Is it a money thing? Is it a nurturing thing? I guarantee. And if you ask those type of questions, you're going to yeah, get to the bottom. But of I it. guarantee you, this is his tradition. This tradition. The way he grew up, what he's always envisioned. That's part of it. This is the Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, where we help you win with your money in your work and in your relationships. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me. And uh, Jade and I were just talking during the commercial break. Uh, And I can't give it away, or she's going to punch me right in the throat. But we're going to do something fun at our new, brand new, spanking new event called the Total Money Makeover Weekend. The dates are May 10 and 11. And it's right here on our campus. Franklin, Tennessee is just a God's gift to the South. And uh, just just a suburb of Nashville. So great, great destination place. And you're going to crash get a crash course on everything we teach about money. Brand new content from all the Ramsey personalities, including Dave. Um, budgeting, beating debt, investing, and more. And, uh, and it's going to be really fun in that not only are we going to speak, but we're going to do a lot of Q&A lot of interaction uh, with the audience. Uh, and then, as I said, Jade has asked me uh, to join her for a fun moment. And that's all I'm allowed to say. One night only. It's One gonna, time only it's event. Gonna be, if you've enjoyed our segments on the show in the past, uh, when we talk about budget, she's the budget queen. I've now given her that uh, moniker. We'll see if it sticks. Uh, but it's going to be fun. A lot of fun. Tickets are um, right now on sale at an early bird price of just 99 bucks, but that's limited. We're going to sell out 2,400 people in the arena here, and okay. uh, it will sell out. So come on. RamseySolutions.com slash events. RamseySolutions.com slash events. All right. Speaking of collaborating with you, uh, you told me right before the show yeah. that you got, some, you got the 411 on some new app. What is this? What do you have? Okay, so I kind of feel like yesterday was Valentine's Day. um, And in the spirit of that, Mm -hmm. uh, I found this new dating app. Actually, my husband sent this to me. I'm a little concerned as to why Sam is sending you information on dating apps. But I'm going to keep that between you two. (laughs) I kid. Sam's a good friend. He's out there in the lobby. To clarify, sometimes he'll send me things that he thinks people will want to hear about on the show. Sam, you know I love you. (laughs) I got you, Sam. I got your back. He's a good man. So he says... It says the new dating app, there's a new dating app that 
only matches singles who have good credit scores. Come on. And it's kind of funny because like we've talked about this before about when you're dating and like when's a good time to bring up financial stuff and That's like where what, what are your barriers to to entry you know what i mean like what does somebody have to have the minimum on the table for so you they're to be taking going the step of we're gonna throw a filter in here yes listen it says uh just in time for valentine's day the app is called score now that makes me a little uncomfortable a new app and a website for the financially minded. It hopes to attract people with good to excellent credit scores who know the importance of monitoring oh, their finances. Okay. Um, no one with a credit score less than 675 is allowed to join. No way. 675 is table stakes. So like they have to submit their like credit report to yes. get... Wow. Yes. It, of course, an 850 is considered perfect and like very few people get in at that point, but... Yeah, you have to have at least a 675. Um, so score, here's, there's more to it than this, and I think it's worth talking score. about. There's a, they know what they're doing with that. Of course. like Yeah. All right. It's a dating app. It's a app. little you window, but we don't have it to talk about that. It is a Kenyu window. It is. All right. Score is the creation of another company. They're called the Neon Money Club. It's a company, black-owned, and they partnered with American Express to create not only this app, but this is maybe the other part that's worth talking about. It's its own credit card. It's called of course. the Cream Card. Oh, now I'm Little, completely, I got questions. That's a Wu-Tang reference, Ken. It is? Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar, This bill. is why I don't know, and Wu-Tang. I didn't get it. I'm not a big Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang clan guy. Ken. I, I need look, to I need to get uh, caught up. I need to go back and refresh myself on the Wu Tang. Yeah, I mean, when I look at you, you scream somebody who would know all Wu-Tang. the Wu Tang songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you're right. This this card. It's called Cream. It's called the Cream Card, and it lets hold card holders. I like Cream Corn. Invest in the stock market using the points they earn. So it's a game. They are now setting you up. It's under the guise of responsible dating. All to get yeah. a credit card. Am I am I am I drawing the lines correctly? What I'm thinking is happening here is we're all people who want to build our credit. And so I'm gonna find somebody on the score app and I'm gonna take them to dinner and I'm gonna use my cream card to buy us filet mignon and dom perignon. And it's okay if I spend more than I can afford because I can take the points and invest know. them in the stock. I stocks. have so many thoughts <laughs> that I, I feel like James Childs, our fearless producer, is sitting on my shoulder right now saying, careful. I have many thoughts about it, this. It's not good. I'm gonna go to a restaurant with my, my score date and drop my cream card on the table. And she's going to go, ooh la la, I, like he has the card. I don't know, man. This is all, it, this is garbage. This is a yeah. game. Uh, so uh, let me say this. You tell me wrong. Feels like we're in the Matrix again. <laughs> they are gaming people. Well, Literally. It's just terrible. I'm like, wait a minute. So you're going to spend more money. Let's just put this in like Is this appealing real only terms. to the African-American community? I hope it's not appealing to any community i mean don't get me wrong i think that i know you don't but i'm saying this feels like this is a this is a this is a real play well let's real talk for a minute ken what i think about stuff like this is just jade talking what i truly think about um situations like this is i think that at their core they think they're helping people and they want to help people and they're thinking the way they think the way we help people is to help them build their credit score because if people can have access to credit they can have access to more that's what a lot of people believe Whereas here, like our rhetoric on that is completely different, obviously. And I think that they do believe if we can offer this to people, we're doing them a service. And I... I don't. 
I, I think, think these wrong. are slimy credit card people because the whole point of the app is to lead you up the ladder to the credit card. But, I'm just telling you. But think about it. I don't know they what don't the point care system about is. Dating. They don't care about marriage. But they're thinking we're going to bring couples together who are like-minded, who yeah. are going on a who financial journey together, card. who are going to build their empire together, oh, right? No. And I'm like, you can't do that based yeah. on credit and debt. Because think you. about it. 100%. If you say, all right, uh, in a normal life, if I was spending cash, I'd spend $100, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're like, listen, you don't get any points until you spend 150 then you spend $50 more. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, great. I spent $50 more, and now I got 30 cream points, and I can yeah. invest that $30. I'm like, yeah, what see, are you doing? This you is a sign more. of the apocalypse when we're trying to get cream points. We've now, <laughs> it's like society is done. All right, now, I got an idea. I just got an idea right now. What if... We have a we have a program that is a it's a dating app and it only allows people in that are debt free. Listen, that would be the app for no me. No debit card, no credit card. It's no it's just you know what? You want to find people who are like-minded with you with money? Money problems is one of the biggest causes of divorce. We need a dating app. You and George need to get on that and it's only for people who are debt free and you have zero credit score because you have no debt. Now well, this would change society. It would change society. <laughs> I can't share them, though. I feel like like you're narrowing the pool a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You want to narrow the pool to find the right person. Small pool for the the long game. Yes, but in in many ways, love goggles can be very helpful. Yes, love goggles. Like when you meet someone. I'm lost right now. I'm I'm going to get you where I'm going. Okay. When I met Sam Warshaw. I didn't know how much debt he had, but I'm like, this guy's a snack. So I'm like, let's let's go forward. (laughs) And by the time I found out how much by the time I found out how much debt he had, my love goggles (laughs) didn't care. So he wouldn't have got into the app. And maybe instead I would have been matched with some Poindexter who's maybe not as good looking. I'm being a little altruistic, but I'm just saying you want to be around people, you know, that you want to have no money problems. You want to find girls. You want to find guys that got no debt. That's just an it's an app idea. Uh, This whole segment's hysterical. Uh, What do you think, America? All I know is I'm looking at Sam Warshaw in the lobby right now, and all I can see is a piece of celery. (laughs) No, 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 no. A carrot? (laughs) A protein bar? A bag of chips? a filet mignon. Well, that's a snack. (laughs) That's an entree. My world, what kind of world do you live in where a a filet is a snack? What are you, The Rock? I don't know. (laughs) That's what The Rock eats. A chocolate-covered strawberry, Ken. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Stay away from the app and the credit cards and everything. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) I feel like I learned so much, and yet... I'm not better for it. Well, now you know Wu-Tang Clan, so there you go. I do need to search the old tube, the YouTube, for some Wu-Tang videos. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show, where we help you win with your money, win in your work, and win in your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, and Jade Warshaw joins me this hour, 888-825-5225. Joaquin is going to start us off in Phoenix. Joaquin, how can we help? Hi, I was giving you a call. Uh, I had a question. Me and my wife are going back and forth. Uh, I have uh, to give you a little background. I have uh, I have like four properties. I guess they're all paid off, and we bought this one property to build a house on. But my wife wants me to get uh, a loan and finish building the house just because we've had some problems with hiring and doing it a little bit at a time. We've been saving the money and doing that. 
So that's why I, I called in to see what you guys think about. All right. So real quick, are you living in mm-hmm. some other house or are you living in a part of this house? Because I, I heard you say no, four. No, I'm, okay. No, I have a. I live in my. I have a house that I live in right now. Are and you? That's paid I for. have like two other rental properties, and then we bought this other property. Okay, I heard properties, and I wasn't sure if we were talking dirt or or homes. So are there homes on all these properties? No, no, no. Yeah, I have three homes and one property. Well, it has an old beat up home on it, but I'm going to tear it down and I'm building that. Gotcha. And you're in the process the of building another house right now. Yes, on that property. Yes, sir. How much do you have left? Uh, oh, I depend. I just. Started building the shop. <laughs> oh, okay. My wife wanted me to, but like I said, but the house I live in now is 20 years old. So my wife wants me to put some money into this house and I want to sell this house and just use that money to build the other, to build a house. Okay. okay. She wants me to, <laughs> well, let's get some real numbers uh, here. So what's it going to cost you? So eventually you guys are going to move out of this house and you're going to build something on this land or whatever it is that you own right so what what do you think yeah. it's going to cost to do to do that um looking about 400 400 okay and how much cash yeah. do you have saved uh, i got about 150 like in the bank i guess i can play with and is that aside from three to six months of emergency fund or is that including yeah well because i have no that's the side because i have like twenty thousand i saved for emergency fund so we've got twenty thousand aside for emergency fund, and then you've got this one hundred and fifty, correct? Two separate pots. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. How can I? I'm sorry. I'm asking you a bunch of questions, but I want to get the lay of the land. How much income do you and your month do you and your wife bring home per month combined? Uh, it's a hundred about one hundred twenty. I mean, it ranges it goes a little higher sometimes, but one hundred twenty. Let's go off that. Okay. So my suggestion here, I'm going to give you a couple of different options. Um, for your emergency fund, I'd probably like to see it beefed up a little bit more simply because you're about to move into a brand new house or you kind of live in a rental now that needs work. I just feel like having a little more than $20,000 might be helpful. So whether it's you just stacking that cash up or you moving some over from the 150,000 that you have piled up. Um, then my next question is if I, if I were you, you know, I look at this situation and I'm thinking, You've done a lot of things right. You've got paid off real estate, but my personal residence, I don't want to have a bunch of paid off real estate over here that a bunch of other people are living in, but my own personal residence has a mortgage on it. Mm-hmm. Like I want to make sure yeah, the my, house my that, house, y'all are yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the what I'm house saying? I live in now don't have a mortgage. Right. But when you no go, mortgage. when you go to move into but, this oh, yeah, new house yeah, that yeah. you build, right. you want to lay your head down on the pillow and know there's no mortgage there. So I would consider, I don't know what these other three properties are worth, but what would it take um, to find, to pull together another, you know, $300,000 to make this happen debt-free. Well, so yeah, and that's the thing. I, I wanted to do that, but then well, I'll keep building it up and, I mean, and then do it as we go. But my my house I'm in now needs work, I mean, so I need to put like another twenty thirty thousand 30000 to this house. In order to even sell so, it? No, no, I would sell for five right now as it is, but then I, I want to, you know, well, if, up a little bit. if you know that you're going to sell it, I wouldn't put the money into selling it. If you know that you're going to still pull five, but, 500 from it. Okay. But then my wife says, uh, I want, I told her, let's move to the other property and live in our motor home and then sell this house and have the money we could build that thing. But my wife don't want to live in the motor home up on the other property until we, yeah. how long would it be live in this house, live in this house? Well, another story. <laughs> I got two girls that are still in high school, so I got to wait for them to get out of high school. So I got about three years. 
So when is the time? What's the, what's the, what's the realistic timeline on this? If they're out of high school in three years, um, let, let's put some real numbers down. Cause I'm thinking, okay, number one, the house is not on fire. So this is not even a thing. It sounds like until three years from now. So the things that yeah, you were I'm, talking I'm about, the, house. Yep. Go ahead. the things your wife doesn't want to live in a motor home and that's understandable. So we're definitely not yeah, going to have her live in a motor. I'm sorry. Same you want to live in a motorhome with two teenage girls? Right, exactly. Yeah, nobody so does. No one wants to do that. So we're not pulling the trigger <laughs> on that at all right now. So realistically, your timeline is in in three years, unless you said, okay, we're going to sell this house, we're going to sell the motorhome, and we're going to, I don't know, do something short term. But I really, what I think the strategy is, no matter how you get to it, is your when it's time for you to build on this other piece of land that you have, you're going to do it in cash. That's that's thing one. And if you put that on the paper first and circle it with exclamation points, then everything else is a derivative of that. It's like, okay, we're doing this in cash. So what does that have to mean in order for that to take place? Well, we're going to have to sell one of these three properties. So you said that one of them you live in. One of them is. um, uh, Tell me about the three properties. So is it possible that you rent? Is it possible that instead of you guys living in the motor home? when this time comes that you coincide it to where with one of your renters, they're out and you're into that property until your home is finished. And then when yeah. your new home is finished, you move into the home and then you bring new renters back into that other house. And so now at the end of the day, you're left with one rental property with renters. You're in your home. That's completely debt free. And I don't know what the motor home situation is, but I'm selling it because it's going down in value. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't want to sell it. I like, I mean, I use it for, you know, I like going out in it. Well, I, don't want to, you know, I don't want to sell my motorhome. Well, what's your listen. household income? Oh. Uh, you said 100000 120 Yeah. And what's the motorhome worth? Yeah. Uh, it's probably worth twenty five. <laughs> so it's not worth a lot. Listen, at the end of the day, here's the math I want you to do. If you calculate that with all the other vehicles you have, if it's more than half of your income, your yearly income, you need to get rid of something. Because that's too much. You, you're not... You don't have enough of a, it, it, it's too much stuff going down in value at the end of the day. Yeah. Joaquin, you called to ask us, should you finance building a new house because your wife wants the house? The answer is no. Well, and I've listened to you guys yeah, forever, and I know you guys are going to say no, but that's why I, I well, wanted I, her to hear about. <laughs> right, but, but we, we've walked through everything. This is really simple. You're going to do what you want to do at the motorhome. I agree with Jay completely, but bottom line is you don't need to finance, so don't finance. <laughs> You have the properties to be able to do this. And you with the kids in school and everything, yeah. Jade walked you through the timeline. This is pretty simple. I mean, it's time to move on. You yeah. either decide that you're going to do debt or you decide not to do debt. You know what our position is. It's that simple. But if you, I was in your situation, I'm moving those properties so that yeah. I build the house that I really want, that my wife wants, cash. And the good news is if he wants to get started on this sooner, all he has to do is look and go, okay, like the other the other rental house, when's their lease up? Because as soon as their lease is up, you guys can move in there and get started yeah. sooner than three years from now. So he's got options. Yeah, It's his wife he's going to have to get on board. Oh, yeah. And and he is not wanting to part with that mobile home. I feel that. Do you? Look, that's the least of his concerns. I agree. But... He can do everything we told him to do and still keep the mobile yeah. home. Uh, but when you got opportunities like that, it just makes so much more sense. Yeah. Uh, fascinating. So you you have been how long have you been uh co-hosting on the show? Ooh. Um 
Since September, no, since December of 22. All right. I've never asked any of my co-hosts this, so I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated with this. I'm ready, Ken. What is your take, having sat in the seat enough now, on why a guy like him, I'm not knocking on him, why does Joaquin know exactly what we're going to say, but he still calls in anyway? Um, he and his wife are not on the same page. And so when he goes in to talk to her about this, he feels like he's speaking another language. But when he calls us, now suddenly we're all talking the same language and he realizes he's not crazy. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And then he gets a little bit of confidence, a little bit of language. Yeah, to it's take like, back. okay, I'm not totally crazy. Okay, okay now yeah. I can stand on business a little bit more when I go talk to my wife. That's what I think. I concur. I concur. I can't add anything to it. I've never asked one of my co-hosts. And you know what? Instead of pontificating myself, I thought... Pontificating. I want to see what Jade says. That's a good word, Ken. It's a word you can use this week. No one will know what it means, but just sound <laughs> great. Don't move. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw is with me. 888-825-5225. Answering your calls. Let's go to St. Louis, Missouri area, and that's where John joins us. John, how can we help? Hi, John. So, me and my girlfriend, I'm we are Ken, recently pregnant. you're John. Oh, <laughs> my bad. No worries. I'm it happens all the time, Ken. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't I'm so confused. No, I'm, you're I'm doing so great. flustered. It's just, I'm so amazed that you guys picked up my phone You're doing call. great, John. Anyways, so, me and my girlfriend, we are recently, we found out we're pregnant. We've been together about six months. I've got some debt. She's actually debt-free, thankfully, but I've got some debt, some dead weight on my end that's dragging, and... I've yet to check out paternity leave and all the benefits that I have. I checked out my handbook and it says to check in with HR, which I have yet to do. There's nothing stipulated in the handbook. So I'm really wanting to take off three months, but you know, that's one of the baby steps. So I would be having to put that ahead of, you know, baby step number one. So should I go ahead and do that if they give me the, if they don't give me the parental leave or should I work as, or focus on getting my emergency fund, doing the baby steps in order? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, if they don't give you paid three months, is that what you're asking? Yeah. If they don't give you the paid uh, paternity leave, no, you're not taking time off. You're working. You're in debt. You're broke. Yeah. Jade? Um, well, I, I'm just I'm just not sure what, like, you know, my girlfriend, she says, like, she feels like she, I need to be there for her. I mean, well, hold, I, mean, hold, I agree hold, with hold, you hold. that I'm in debt. Yeah, but you can be there for her if you get paid. But if you do not get paid for three months, um, I, I think you're really struggling financially even scrap that money together, and I still wouldn't do it because I think you need to be getting out of debt. The best thing you can do to be there for her and this baby is to keep making money and keep paying off debt, period, end of story. Now, that's my take. At the very least, um, and I have some views on this, but at the very least, one thing you could do is take some vacation, take your vacation time and take a week. If you have great paid vacation. I, great idea. Because also, I do think that she's going to need support, as yeah. much support as she can get. But if you can give her that week after she gets home from the hospital, that is so, so much. That's good. But this can points I say to this, a though? bigger conversation. Bigger conversation. But John, uh, I would also add to what Jade said. I think taking the vacation, that's smart. Yeah. Use your vacation time to be there for her. But you guys are young and I've done this three times. So I just want to say from experience you can be there for her while you're working too. What Wait that means is, hold Wait, on a second, Ken. I'm not finished. I didn't landed the plane. You got to let me land it before you. I'm saying he can be there for her. He takes the vacation time that you're recommending, but he can work 
and still go home and take the midnight, the 4 a.m., bust his tail. He can be there for her and work full time. Listen, John, you might need to go. Uh, we Ken and I might need to have a, a, a little talksy here. We can have a talksy, <laughs> but 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 John, am I making sense to you? You like because you're working doesn't mean you're not there for her. You're gonna have to have some sleepless yeah. nights. Take the feedings. Give her some time. Like give her. There's some, no such thing as taking the feedings in the in the in the beginning. Beginning, Ken. You, that's not true. I mean, depending not on every, how not depending on woman, how you're feeding the baby. Thank you, but you just made a blanket statement. My wife did not breastfeed, yeah. so guess who? Guess who helped? That's true. All right, that is then. true. So you I'm can't just say that. But you also made the blanket statement of like he could still support her. And I'm like, it depends on the situation. No, 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 no. He can support her. After he gets off work by coming in, taking bath time, doing a lot of stuff. How about some laundry? I did all this stuff. Listen, You're Ken, acting like he can't support her I'm not saying when he, he gets can't. home. I'm not saying he can't, but I do think that in, in his situation, I, let me be clear. In John's situation, he's got debt. They're they're not married. Like there's a lot going on here. I think if he takes his seven days of vacation and he's that. there for her that week, that's great. But... In a, a grand scheme of things, the ideal situation is you've got three to six months saved. We always tell people to go into stork mode when a baby's coming. That's right. You're stacking up money because if you can't take, this is Jade's opinion, if you can't take paternity leave, you've got to stack up some money because I, I'm i just telling you, and I know plenty of women doing it that did it, but mm-hmm. because my husband worked from home, he was home when I had my kids, but I can't, I can't imagine not having help for the first two to four weeks with the newborn. Well, Especially I, if you had like a cesarean. I, again, like, I, come I, on now, Ken. But Okay, listen. I get it. But help doesn't only exist in the form of your stay-at-home I husband. get it. I get it, well, but I'm saying well, you, you didn't have sound like option. you get it. I'm saying it's a great option I if he has it. John, speak. Excuse me, can I interject here? Of course. Yes. This is your like, call. Just to give you guys a little bit of, uh, a little bit of background. So, like I said... Um, in terms of like what we do, we're both uh, we both work in a factory and we both work second shifts. So okay. we work. She works two to ten, and I work three to eleven. So we're going to have to figure out something about that. First of all, with the baby and yep. daycare, yeah. so that's going to be something we're going to have to work around. Right. And my debts are in the form of a four hundred or a uh, forty-five hundred dollar loan that I have to a bank. It's an auto loan, and okay. that's a hundred ninety-one dollar payment a month that I could free up. That's the biggest one I have, and then a debt to the state I owe through some legal fees and things like that. How much is that? That's, um, I think 1500 or maybe 1400 after I paid a little bit on it. Okay. Um, when do you guys get married? Um, I'm planning, I'm pushing that out until I get debt free, to be honest. Um, here's what I think. Here, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you my opinion and you can do what you want with it. I think for you guys I mean, to I have, could get, we could get eloped. Yeah. Honestly, for in order for you to do the things that I think you feel you want to do and need to do, I think you need to do it under the cover of marriage. And so if I'm you, I got, I'm, go, I'm going to the courthouse and I'm I getting the certificate. That. that way you can financially be there for her and in a way that you're both protected. And I think that's really, really important that you do this um, in that way so that it's like, okay, now we're working together. We're paying off this debt. It's our plan. Mm-hmm. And you guys are no longer individual singles. You're we. And it makes it just makes moving forward a lot easier. And it sounds like you were going to marry her anyway. So in no way am I saying you should marry her just because you had a baby, yeah. even though you don't even like her that much. Like, I'm not saying that. It sounds like y'all were on that path anyway. So am I right? Yes. For okay. Sure. Can you pay off this debt, John, before baby arrives? 
the, even in stork I mode? I don't think that's possible. I don't think it is. I, uh, I don't think, think it is. Maybe two. I think two years, maybe. Okay, so um, despite Jay and I's, d- d- you know, difference of opinion on what the husband's role is, here's the deal. Let me make it clear. If your company says, "Yeah, we have a three month deal and we're going to pay you," take then it. take it. Yeah. I, but I'm just telling you, I'm taking the extremely conservative approach, and it's all about money and you providing. And I don't apologize for that at all. If you don't get the three months paid, tough. Life is tough. The kid's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. We'll find a way. And you can be there for her, and you should be there for her after you've busted your butt all day long. I did it. But that loss of income is not worth it. No. 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 I, in this case, I definitely don't think so. I think you're, you're better suited to keep working. But like I said, take the resources you have. Yeah. And try to help her out. But Ken. John, I, are you good? Before Jade takes off on yeah. here, I feel you good? Um, there's one more thing I need okay. to get square, uh, squared. All right. Guys. We got so about a minute in, and a half. Regards to the, yeah. In regards to that loan, it's on two vehicles and both of them are totaled out. Uh, well, one one of them is totaled out because I got in a wreck and I did not have insurance, unfortunately. And Yikes. the other one, it just needs head gasket replaced. And I'm not sure if I want to replace it because it's just a lemon, to be honest. But so the total is 4500 yeah, uh, it's just I paid quite a bit off on both of the cars. One of them was a nicer so, car. One of them. What's your question? Uh, what can I do in order to alleviate those debts? Work for jobs. Title to me. Work for jobs. You got to pay it off. There's no. There's no. You, you you have no life right now. None. Yeah. I mean, the only thing you could do there's is maybe take it to a scrapyard and see if they'd give you anything for the metal. You can try working <laughs> it out with the bank, but that is a that's a hail mary. We got to have another plan. I mean, and, he said they're totally scrapped. Yeah. They're I'm, totally totaled. I know. He said, could he work out with the bank? I go, I'm always going to leave the opportunity open. Probably not going to work. The point is, you got to pay it off. You are. You have no life. She's pregnant anyway. Like they won't release a title to me to sell it. And so like they're, they're like, you make this amount oh. of sale or we won't release a title. You still got to pay it off. But they're totaled vehicles. Who are you selling them to? Well, I'd part them out. Like one of those. Okay. okay. Cars, That's like, an option. Like $2,000 a yeah, but, but he still has to pay it off yeah. before he can scrap it out. Yeah. Listen, yeah, you're I'd all- tell him, like, you guys can take all the money for it. Your only choice here is to work. You got to work it. it off. It's $4,500. You're working like a crazy man for a lot of reasons here coming up. You got a baby and you got debt you have to pay off. There's no easy equation out of this. Thanks J-O-B. for the call, John. You just yeah. got to work really, really hard. Congratulations. You got out easy this time, Ken, but Ooh. I had my arguments set and ready for that oh, paternity. We're going to reset that because <laughs> I'm, I'm right. And I don't mind proving it. This is the Ramsey Show. <laughs>